0: Yay, hi everybody. Welcome back to another bonus episode of Very Good Enough. I'm Lynn gilling And I'm Jessica Hover. We are doing something a little different today. If you're hearing this chatty noises, we're on Zoom together, which we've never we done are. before um so if the audio is a little strange perhaps this is what's working for our lives you guys so today we're gonna answer a question from our dear friend desiree and there was a conversation inside of the very good mothers club community a little bit ago that i was like "Ooh, i have so much to say about this that i just can't put it in a comment i'm gonna just record you a little episode so um let that be a little plug for joining the very good mothers club community because (laughs) is the level of support you guys can have
1: yeah seriously
0: so this is a question. Whenever my husband and I are trying to have a conversation, my three-year-old daughter always tries to continue talking over us. We obviously try to save important conversations for after she's in bed, but it's gotten to the point where he cannot even try to have a short conversation without her starting to talk louder and interrupt what he's telling me. This is like such a three-year-old thing. I got, I have got feelings about it. Um, do you have thoughts about it?
1: Um, I just am living inside of it. This happened last night. Jules is almost three. And yeah, Sean and I were trying to have a conversation for the first time in the whole day because I had just gotten home from work and it was seven o'clock yeah. at night. Aww. And uh, every time I'm speaking, she's like, but mama, no, but dad, dad. And I'm like, Josie I am trying to talk to daddy for a second. I just need to tell him a few sentences. And she's like, I don't want you to do that. I want to tell you about this. Yeah. And it's So yeah. you just want to
0: explode. Yeah. Yeah. It's rude.
1: Yeah, it's rude. And you're like, come on, we have to be able to maintain a friendship. Let mom and dad maintain a friendship. It's very important.
0: <laughs> it's so important for your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well. if he
1: and I can still talk to each other.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what's happening there is like, we've talked a lot about two-year-olds and their like science exploration of dynamics of like everything, you know, how does everything work? if i push on this thing does it move oh what about this thing if it does it does it change and move and oh i should go back and check on that again and that's like literally everything like physical and people and their own bodies and your own body and all their toys and how just like how everything goes together they're trying to figure out like how do these parts what's their relationship to each other and 3 year olds kind of have that down in the physical sense and they're like they're a lot more aware of their own bodies and they're really clear on like i'm me over here being juliet and it's so cool and you're over there. And now that exploration is mostly social. Now it's like all about social dynamics. So it has stopped being so much like, can I crash this car into the wall this many times? And when will you stop me? Cause you hate the sound. It's like a lot more of like, I have these feelings, and how do my feelings interact with your feelings and the sort of invisible ribbons of social connection? Like, how does that stuff work? That's what's so fascinating for three year olds where they're like obsessed with friends. And they get a little bit, there's a little bit of a competition feeling now. H- how close are we and how close are you to them? And how close am I to them? And there's just other other people are the thing that is so like manically curious where two-year-olds are mostly like, it's just like me and then there's the world. And how does me interact with the world? And now it's so much more specifically like, but me and you <laughs> and then me and them and then you and them. And where do I fit into the, that thing? Which then like, in the four five-year-old four, five zone, it gets way more like, um, that's where sort of competition starts to come in a little bit more and there starts to be like, I love you. Can I marry you? Do you want to be my little boyfriend? Oh, I'm going to marry mommy. And it, like, it gets so super heightened. So that's kind of like where the three-year-old thing is going is like mm-hmm. really complex, like really emotional connections. And they get to explore that in a more granular and like dramatic, like personally dramatic kind of way. So the three-year-old is kind of on that that sort of swoop or curve between the world of a two-year-old that's so much more like rough and almost two-dimensional of like world and me and then the four or five is getting into the like real relationship, relationshipy like really granular relationships and three is kind of on its way be- between those things where like the world is filling out a little bit so it's very real that this child is talking when you're talking so it's not an accident it's not like two-year-olds are interrupting you because the sound of their voice is just still going <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. and the three-year-old's like uh your voice no my voice oh he's mm-hmm. talking no, no no attention to me like it's very that's it's very real that there's a um again i'm going to use the word manipulation but not the way we use it as adults just like mm-hmm. the more um the the not charged way of like again how does this thing move and what's its relationship to that thing over there like that filling the pieces to try and see what happens or like get an outcome so I think it's really, really, really important, especially when you have a young three year old to be in charge of showing them what happens. Great. Yeah. Hold that lever over there. Let me show you how it goes. I'd be happy to be clear with you about what's gonna be successful and what is not gonna be successful in these relationships. But the cool thing about three year olds is that you can really explain it to them and they're so overtly interested in the relationship, where a two year old you have to be a little again, a little bit more like blunt and clear, like the mm-hmm. The lines are a lot more like you're barreling towards something and i'm just going to stop you whoa so that you yeah. just like i just got to stop that energy and redirect it but the three-year-old is a lot more like oh i see that you want my attention let me tell you how to get my attention and show you over and over and you can be part of the process in a way that's a lot more sophisticated and nuanced and like mm-hmm. conscious um because they know what they want a lot more than the two-year-olds yeah. of the two-year-old thing of like i need something the three-year-old's yeah. like you to look at me
1: that I'll makes sense look right at me
0: so there's hope in that right <laughs> like you yeah. can them in a really different way so the thing is like sitting at the table with your husband she's not allowed to insist on your attention over him she's not allowed to be the winning rival if she wants to like get in the little rivalry like that's oh, fine she totally gets to play with it there's nothing wrong with that but it's important that she learns like nope you're you're not more than him you don't i don't love you more than him i love you and i love him i love Mm -hmm. love your thoughts love his thoughts love my thoughts like really optimal like yes we love you we're so interested in you and also we're very interested in each other and you get to come also be interested in each of us in our family Mm -hmm. we spread attention out like we love hearing your thoughts but i also love my thoughts my thoughts are important and i'm going to express them His thoughts are important and we're going to hear them. And the earlier that you can do that in that phase, like that you can set that dynamic up in your family. That's just a a true thing about relationships, right? It's like Mm -hmm. really, if you want your relationships to be good, you can't be the one trying to like slurp up all the attention. And you don't get to push one person down in order to lift one person up. You don't get to hoard attention from the one. And like, that's actually a power that you don't have. Um, You have a huge amount of importance at this table you're not in charge of who's important at this table absolutely not and i get to show you so like very practically oh something i just realized when i was thinking about this this morning that i have not been on this podcast i have this little trick for like getting attention from children because you know like if she's you're sitting at a table and jules is talking over people if you're like jules baby, hey 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 she's like probably not going to turn to you because she knows you're mm-hmm. going to stop her you know mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of like, look at me. Hey, could you look at me? And they're like, no, I'm <laughs> like, you, I don't want to look at you. <laughs> You're gonna be the mom about it. Um, but I like to ask them like, hey, can I see your eyes? Oh my gosh, those are so beautiful. Thank you. And then you ha- you have a brief interlude when you've asked to see their eyes. Hey, can I see your eyes? Where like it's just it's uh, it disrupts them. It's physical. They have to turn their little face towards you. And what they want is attention, <laughs> anyways. They usually will. You ask to see their little eyes will like turn their little eyes towards you all of a sudden. And then you've caught them by the magic of eye contact (laughs) because they're going to be arrested by the spell of the feeling in your brain when you make eye contact with someone. Yeah. You get this one little brief interlude of attention when you ask to see somebody's eyes. And then you also get this chance to connect with them because that is true. Like, oh my God, your eyes are amazing. (laughs) I love it when I get to look at you. That's a little trick. I learned that from Dr. Karen Purvis of Trust-Based Relational Intervention. So for me at the table, it's, hey, can I see your eyes? Your thoughts are so important to me. I love the sound of your voice. I love listening to you. But also, my thoughts are really important, and I get to express them at our table. And who else's thoughts do you think are important? Yeah, dad. I'm going to hear him when he talks. I just want you to know what I'm going to do in our family. I'm going to express myself, and I'm going to hear your dad. And so I can tell that you have more things you want to say. I can't wait to hear them. It's not time for you to share. It's time for him to share. And I'm going to hear him. When you have thoughts in your... Oh, can I see your eyes? Nope, I'm over here. Oh, my gosh, thank you. I'm over here. I'm talking. Thank you. I care about what you're going to say. But I need you right now. When your body is so full of things that you need to say, I need you to just put your hand on my arm. Put your hand on my arm. And then I'm going to know. Oh my gosh, she has something important to tell me. Amazing. And you put your hand on her hand and you just hold it. Right there's like a physical contact that says like I'm acknowledging you. You have something. You still matter, but you gotta hold this in for a second. I'll I'll let you know when it's time. And then either you say some things or you let your husband say some things. And you're gonna have to start short, a couple of sentences, and then oh, back to her. Okay, amazing. Stop, stop, everybody. Okay, if you have something to say, put your hand there. Okay, great, wonderful. I'm gonna say my thoughts now, and you start this practice. That there's like a physical thing you can do. You can always let me know. I totally care about your thoughts, but. We're having a break in your noise and i'm going to say my thing i get to express myself i get to hear him and that matters and i like it when adults advocate for themselves in or advocate for each other in circumstances like this oh hey buddy i'm really going to hear what your mom's going to say right now i'm going to hear it uh, put your hand on me i would love to hear you in a minute but i'm going to hear her and i don't i guess i don't have a full explanation of why that feels so important to me but i think if there's just some there's some expression of like this is our group value Like we together take care of each other and this is the way I value her. Oh, I value him. We all value you. But just like those expressions that say like this other person is also very important and we are going to hear their thoughts. Hmm. Yeah. And then you really don't listen to her until it's her turn. And if she talk, talk, talks, you just keep talking. And if it gets really loud, you might have to tell her, Hey, excuse me. I'm going to hear him. See, I still have your hands, but it's not time. I'm going to let you know when it's time. Okay, it's time, tell us everything, and then just let her go, 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 go. Yeah. You know? But then you do it again. Okay, yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're gonna move on to the next thing. Oh, I see that you and if she yells, you say, No, thank you. That's We're going to work to get my attention. That's not ever going to work. You can put your hand on my body and I'll let you know. And then you turn away and do what you're doing and then turn back as it's appropriate. You know, you just like keep those mechanics in play. Yeah. Sounds
1: great. On that a great answer. You, you definitely don't type that in the chat. That needs to be spoken out with your words. That was the right yeah. one. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I will be applying this in my own life today. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you know how it goes, but I love it. I think it makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. Three-year-olds, man.
1: They're a good time.
0: They're a good time. It's so cool <laughs> that they want to be your friend. It's so much sound. It's such a different yeah. kind of sound than the two-year-olds. Yeah. The three-year-old yell and the two-year-old yell are just not at all the same
1: <laughs> yeah it's true it's true it's fun it's uh for us it's been funny like about pure entertainment as far as like learning learning their personalities I think three-year-old personalities come out in a way that I don't know it's it's so fun you're like meeting your child in a different way mm-hmm. and it is yeah. very funny you also have to be like more patient and you might want to explode and that's real too
0: but yeah yeah Yeah. it's fun it's its own kind they're Mm -hmm. so interesting they um inside their little brains things are getting like way more symbolic like they're starting to be able to like hold a map of the house inside where they when they're not standing there they know where the bathroom is in relationship to the bedroom whereas when you're two you just go and everything's visual cues you find your way Mm -hmm. through the house because you know what it looks like you know what the one next thing looks like and so they're starting to do that with, like, that's where, like, the, the dramatic play of, like, dress-ups and dolls and all the, the truck becomes, like, this is the mommy truck and this is the daddy truck. And they all have their own little relationships. Like, they're starting to use things symbolically to, like, really figure out the dynamics of the way that humans relate to each other. And it's yeah. just so cool.
1: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's
0: fun. Love okay. Well, you nailed it. Them.
1: Also, I just realized what time it is and I have to drive to my shop for this class that I'm teaching or that I'm I'm hosting <laughs> someone else is teaching, but this amazing. is amazing.
0: All right. Well, I love you. Love you guys.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was great.
0: Okay. We'll see you next week.
1: Okay. Bye.